Yo, yo, welcome to the Doghouse Podcast. We're your host, Reggie and Sia, and on today's episode, we are giving you the Forbidden Door review. Who won the matches? Who lost the matches? Did anybody walk out with a new title? Anybody retain their titles? Heel turns? Face turns? What happened? Let's find out, because you are now entering the Doghouse. First things first, hello guys, how y'all doing? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing great. Um. Secondly, my thing is not charging. But it's cool. We're going to keep it rocking. So, we are here with the AEW Forbidden Door pay-per-view review. Woo-woo! Saya? How you feel, man? How you, How do you feel? Let's, we, we we usually start off with asking, how, how are you doing? How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I felt it. I felt it. Well, we are here to talk about Forbidden Door that was happened this past Sunday. I think it was really good. What, what did you rate the whole show before we get into the specifics? I'd probably give it like a 7, 7, 8 I'd out of probably, 10. I think I'd, I'd probably give it like a 7.5. 7.5? Yeah. Well, let's figure out what happened. So, it started off with uh, MJF defending his AEW World Heavyweight Championship against... Hiroshi Tanahashi and MJF retained by pinfall. Just have to say, crazy to start off the show with MJF. That was a crazy decision. That man did not want to be there for real. Do his match and leave. I don't blame him. Dog, I don't blame him either. I don't He's get paid for the whole night. I get paid for the match. <laughs> and pulling the bangers. And not even like, well, he only cares about the money. Um, it's a job. He enjoys his job, but the man still. Doesn't <coughs> How you feel? Um, How do you feel about that match in particular? I think the match was cool. I don't really have too much to say about it. Um, How you feel about the ending? Eh. That's why? Eh. Yeah. That's exactly why. Like, for me, I think what I really hate is when the whole match is really good and so strong and the finish kind of makes whoever wins look weak. Like, it, it, it throws me. I, I I can see that. But I am happy because I did say that MJF was gonna win. So I will. We say, both said MJF was gonna yeah, win. Yeah, but so. you definitely you definitely won this whole thing. See, I wasn't gonna talk about that, but since you brought it up, I, <laughs> I mean, mean, I know hater. Also, <laughs> since we're bringing up things, I was wrong when I said that the strong division in New Japan was women only. It is not. It is men and women. At least when I looked it up, I did see male names. And not seeing names of men that I can recognize. So I was wrong when I said that last time. <laughs> so MJF defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to retain his AEW World Championship. The next match. Wait, wait, wait. How did you feel about it? You didn't say anything. I mean, it was cool from what I saw. I didn't see the ending because I went to the store. Oh, yeah. So. I already go off what I saw. I mean, the match was cool, but I didn't necessarily see the ending. So I can't give it a overall rating because I didn't see it fully. That makes sense. But I'm here for the rest of the show. So, <laughs> CM Punk defeats Kojima by pinfall in the Men's Own Heart Cup Tournament qualifying match. I'm not going to lie. I kind of would have liked it if we had gotten one New Japan star talent to win 
then the I think that would have been really cool. Yeah. But um, I understand why he doesn't. He didn't win. I I'm not gonna negate the point that I felt like Ko- Kojima was gonna win, but I I I mean, cool. It wasn't a bad match though. It wasn't a bad for match. it to be. Some people might be on my head, but for it to be a CM Punk match, that wasn't bad. What do you mean by that? I feel like if you know, you know. That's not fair for up-and-coming fans. It'd be like that. No. It'd be like that. That's not what we're doing over here. What you mean? All I'm saying is it wasn't a bad match. can, Can it be better... Yeah, I mean, of course, every match can be better. So well, was, was that statement saying it was? Was that statement saying, "Well, it was CM Punk. We know he can do better," or it's CM Punk? I don't know why you had high expectations. Some of both, because the, the man hasn't wrestled for how long? So he still got some ring rust in him. Like yeah, he, yeah, he's been doing Collision the past couple weeks, but Collision's only what like two weeks in. So he really only been on two shows. So. So, I mean, niggas still gotta get the ring rust off. Fatal four way match for the uh, AEW International Inter- International Championship. I love that match. Zach Saber Jr., Daniel Garcia, and Shibata lost to the still reigning and defending champion, Orange Cassidy. I like that match. I think um, Garcia was kind of like an underrated person in that match. Like he had me hot. That man was out here just stroking, <laughs> just uh, taking elbows, just uh, uh, uh. Uh. elbow, uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. They had to jump that man. <laughs> I, I liked it. Like <coughs> it gave us like a serious moment between. It, it, was, it felt like uh, it felt like two brothers fighting, mm-hmm. and the little brother wanted to get in. So it's like, move, dog. That's exactly what happened. It was... was move, dog. Dog, Shibata move. and uh, Zach was fighting, and, and then Garcia got in there. You know, they kept on pushing them away I to mean, the point yeah. where it was like, look, nigga, you want you want you want your ass whooped so bad? Come on, get your ass whooped. <laughs> he ate them. He, 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 he ate about three, four of them hoes, and then, and then y'all had to jump them. Like, all right. <laughs> you can't like keep doing Simmons. what you're doing. You're like older Simmons. All right, now I got to put you in your place because you're doing too much. But I like the match. Um... Now, after the match. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. I would say, say, say this match shows... I think this match just shows just how well a wrestler and a captain almost has to is. Because you may not like his captain, you cannot sit here and straight in the eyes and say that his reign has been trash. That man, I, that man defends that title like damn near every other show. Not only does he defend his title, his matches are usually always 3.5 and up. The match quality, yeah. I will all, I will say my my only complaint about the match is that I am ready for someone international to hold the international title. Like I need I Pac, need, Pac had it. He's when I say international title He's European. I, when I say I want someone that hold the international title, I mean like I want someone to pull Mercedes. As in like go to go to a a, a company that's not your company type shit. And okay. bring the new eyes to the company. That's what I want. Like, I yeah, respect Pat that. is cool. Don't get me wrong. I love Pat. I, I, I love that whole statement they got going on. But I, I think for the international... Oh, triangle? Yeah. But I think for the international belt, it should be international. And it should be taken international. Like, 
Like I think belt, he did defend it across waters before. No, I feel I like I feel that. like he did. That's cool. What I'm saying is that belt should have that belt should have low key. That should be like your your forbidden door belt. Like that belt should probably have more non quote unquote AEW talent than AEW talent. I mean, they can still have AEW talent just be from like different countries or like yes, but where, that doesn't that doesn't get the same feel. They okay, all they all mean? they're all in the same company, but they're just different cultures. Okay, cool. Half, but half of Americans don't half Americans believe that once you come to America, you're just <coughs> blank American. <coughs> so that's not international. It's international would be Mercedes, how she went to New Japan, did like three shows, like three matches over there. But in that whole time of her only having three matches, she done went to multiple countries. She done had to go everywhere she went. She, you know what I mean? They was yeah. introduced to a whole new different set of audiences. How I know half new, I know half of Marvel didn't know who New Japan fucking was. No, not at all. But I bet you any fan who likes her in Star Wars gonna know who the fuck New Japan is now. Speaking of uh, New Japan, I got some feedback from the last podcast, and we did not explain this at all from what i was told and i'm sorry that i did not explain this to you guys because if he was confused i'm pretty sure a lot of you was confused uh one of my homeboys told me that we kept on talking about zero hour this and zero hour that but we didn't explain to them that that was the pre-show ah we didn't come on saying zero hour and expected them to know what the hell it was so for that we do apologize Yeah, that's fucked up. Definitely, definitely apologize for that, guys. Yeah, that makes sense. But at the end of that fatal four-way match, it looked like we had a little standoff between Zack Sabre Jr., Shibata, and OC. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough three-way, and I feel like that one's gonna I feel like that match is gonna go a little bit. I feel like that match is gonna make higher on because it's gonna have more of a serious tone. You're not gonna have Damian Garcia. Garcia was always meant. I feel like for that match, Garcia was meant to be. The younger, up and coming little brother type person, but when uh, you don't have that person in that ring with you, you don't have to deal with that no more. You don't have to. You don't have to like come down to that level of low key immaturity. Now you're dealing with real ass niggas. That's gonna be a whole more serious fight. I'm excited for that. That's gonna be great. That's, gonna be, that's gonna be great. A match that wasn't so great to me is the next match though. The IWGP World Heavyweight Championship is on the line with Sonata defending it against Jungle Boy Jack Perry. The match was okay. Yeah. To me, the match was okay. It, it was more so what happened after, but I feel like more could have happened after. So um, Sonata wins and retains his uh, title against well, let's the match Jack so Perry. Um, Sonata was putting back hard. Sonata was holding back, but Sonata also seemed like he was also more in control during the match. I felt like Jungle Boy could have did more offense. That's he could have had like, more offense time. Not only was he holding back, the man was carrying. No wonder he, he didn't want to do the show. <laughs> and like, from what I heard, it was an open challenge to anybody in the AEW locker room, man. Jungle Boy accepted. Yeah. The match could have been better. I played back he had a whole lot more people on that roster who could have really kept up with Sonata and really gave us a five star match. No bullshit. I would love to see a Luchador and a Joshi go against each other. Oh my god. AKA a match wrestler versus a wrestler who primarily works in New Japan. You only gotta be mad. So I'll take Andrade. I'll, 
Andrade would, even though Andrade technically is a man's wrestler. I mean, he comes out with a man's, but he doesn't wrestle with the man's. I mean, yeah, but the man's is part of his whole. I'll give you that. But, um, it could have been better. So, Sonata walks that off. That was looking a cool down match for me. It was a cool down match. Sonata walks off. Hook is ringside with Jungle Boy. They uh they walk backstage where well, they're walking up the rampway. Mind you, young Hook is getting this man like this man is really comfortable. Like, this is Loki the most we ever like, really bro, seen Hook. It's okay. We try to be like empathetic to a nigga. Hook don't show emotions. And one time he do. That man, Jungle Boy, clotheslined him at the top of the entranceway. Talked his shit to the crowd and walked off. Oh. So Jungle Boy is now a heel. For those of you who don't know what a heel is, go back and look at our terminology podcast. <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah. But no. Seriously. But seriously, though. Because y'all be like, we don't tell y'all anything, but we but tell we y'all We gave y'all a whole time. terminology. Go back. Go back. You could be a new You could be a new listener. Go back. We, we, we give a lot of good information in that, and it's honestly a whole lot easier for you to just go and listen to it, and then we listen to everything, because honestly, you may just be listening and not fully understand it. Exactly, but um, but and but for this case, I'll, I'll I'll give you a free pass for this one. Should I? Or should, I just, or should I let them just go ahead? To them? Go ahead. He essentially went from a good guy to a bad guy. He went from face to heel. I can't wait today. I don't know what it is. People people want him to drop Jungle Boy and go with Hollywood, and I just feel like no. Hollywood Jack Perry. Yeah, there's 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 nothing there. That's not bad. It's not bad. That's not a bad name. It's not bad, but there's nothing there that gives Hollywood. Johnny Boy Wilkes, he he can lean on the oh Hollywood who his daddy is. He grew up in Hollywood. He can he can That man is not his daddy. Y'all be blowing me with that. Y'all <laughs> y'all love naming niggas after they pop. They are not their pop, bro. If anything, Johnny Boy would work even better for him because he can have the whole like well, he had to, he always had the whole charge and thing, right? But now he could be like, "Oh, I'm a beast!" Like now, you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like Jungle Boy, like he's from the jungle. Like you know what I mean? Like he can really, he can really make it a heel thing. He don't need to be his daddy to be a good heel. He don't need to be a daddy to be a good wrestler. And I would really, I really wish people would stop doing that. It's it's honestly very frustrating. Kind of like Hollywood. What the fuck did that guy do with fucking fucking Jack Perry? His dad. What the fuck did his dad gotta do with? Don't know, don't know. But the the, the heel turn was so upsetting. Taz was on commentary. Oh, Taz be- is Hook's dad. Taz, is, for those of you who don't know, yes, Taz is a former wrestler, and he does commentary for AEW. And Hook is his son, like like real life. Came from him, son, right? And. He was on commentary the entire time. Yeah, that nigga was seventeen years old. You need him to sign that paperwork for him, son. He was, yeah, like he was on he was on commentary for the night. But as soon as that heel turn happened, he went backstage and he was not on commentary for the rest of the night. Oh, he left for the rest of yeah. The he night. was not on, he was not on commentary the rest of the I'm night. I'm weak. That's how you sell shit. That's how you sell that shit. Um, speaking of a mess that should have been selling, uh, it, it it was okay to me. It is the ten man tag match, the Blackpool Combat Club. So Claudio, Moxley, Yuta, Takesta, and Umu versus the Elite, 
which is the Young Bucks, Nick Matt Jackson, Hangman Adam Page, Tomohiri Ishii, and Eddie Kingston. And Eddie Kingston and them won. All I'm going to say is I personally didn't like that match too much. I did enjoy that match felt more so like a story match than an actual match. It was more of a story match. And in that aspect, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed John Moxley like, came out in his yeah, like New I, Japan thing. Let's keep that shit in New Japan. Um, no offense to my New Japan watchers or my New Japan babies. All to Moxley. But that AEW thing go crazy. But that AEW <laughs> thing go crazy. Goes so stupid. And I'm not even going to lie to you. And that's, that's quite literally the song that. I was able to see this man right in front of me too. That song is Dead never ass. that like song literally is, right in front of us. That song is never gonna change being top one for me. But um, in terms of story, like I liked it. I liked the the little fun poker that Claudio was doing at Eddie. I liked that moment that, of Eddie and um Moxley. Moxley in the ring. They were just going. They were just going blow for blow. Like I, I'm talking about. Like, I'm talking about before they even saw about it. They just standing there looking at each other like a like, damn. I like that, but I didn't say my favorite, 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 favorite fucking moment. And I feel like this is the craziest way to put over Newtown. With the Kesha knocked out Ishii. With that crazy ass elbow. Dog! And Ishii actually stayed down, and Young Bucks over here talking about something. Like, oh my god, homie you okay? did it move you at okay? all. Homie was not. If that moving. is not solid for. <laughs> loved it. <laughs> loved it. Like that, that was honestly like, I had to say that probably had been the high night. Moment of my whole night, like every time I think of the night, I just I just smile at that. I'm like, damn, that nigga really sold for that nigga Takesha. And Takesha looked strong as Tekesha, fuck. Takesha was carrying that team, Loki. Him and Moxie was really carrying that like, team. Takesha looked strong as shit, dog. Loved it. Love, loved it. I love. When we say carry, we don't mean like the other team looked bad. You just, you just tell like who who was really supposed to be in charge of that match, who's supposed to be like the leader of that match. <coughs> That's all. Another part, another part of and that match. Some sometimes you'd be putting doing extra anyway, so it may look like they carry it, but whole time they're not carrying. They're just doing more than everyone else, more than they need to. Another part of that match that uh, needs to get talked about: uh, the Young Bucks was jumping Moxley. Hit him with super kicks and shit. And then he was on his knees getting ready to get hit with a super kick. And Eddie pushed him out the way and, yep. took, and took that friendly fire. I love, and I saw this on Twitter, and I had I had to like it every three because I that's exactly how I felt when I first heard it. I love how commentary is not cutting Eddie no slack. That nigga Tony said, Well, if you was gonna have, if you was gonna feel conflicted, you shouldn't have taken the match. Exactly. <laughs> dead ass, but that dead ass. Like, the, I, you're not wrong. Tony wasn't wrong. He felt so conflicted about it. He should have taken the match. That's true. Loved it. Loved it. That's what I said from a story angle. Amazing. You can tell that Tony is really low-key putting a whole lot into Takesha right now. It's going. I feel like it's going amazingly. Soon we're going to see Takesha versus Kenny. Speaking of Tony... The next match was Tony Storm versus I'm Willow Nightingale. In terms of actually like wrestling match wise, you heard that too, right? Okay. 
I think I think it was just that movie. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it too much. Um, like I, like uh, it did feel like a carry job for Black Blue Combat. Right. Um, but honestly, the elite just wasn't entertaining to me. I don't know what it was. Like I truly cannot really fully remember any spots that truly involves the elite, as in Young Bucks. And yeah, Batman. like Nick and Matt. Yeah, like oh, and and, and when you say that, oh, you be, excuse me, yeah, you mean I, Hangman too? Uh, yeah, I'm including Hangman in there. Like all the moments that I truly felt that was the real good moments involved Eddie, Mousy, Ishii, Takesha, and Claudio for some moments. Other than that, everyone else was kind of doing what they had to do to make that match move along. Yeah, because Claudio had that nigga Eddie hot at the beginning of the match. Oh. Eddie was like, yeah, come yeah, on. We're about yeah. to start this match, me and you. Nope. Uh, <laughs> that nigga Eddie was like, don't worry about it. I'm going to tag out too. I, I, don't want, I don't want nobody Eddie, else. I Eddie want was you. like, really, bitch? <laughs> don't worry about oh, it. Nigga, don't worry about it. Take the tag. <laughs> that nigga, he was blown. Loved tag. It. Loved it. Can we rewatch pay-per-views? Yeah, yes we, we yes, we can. Yes, we can. So we can rewatch that shit whenever if you want. Next match, Tony Storm, AEW Women's Champion versus Willow Nightingale, the challenger. For Tony Storm's AEW Women's Championship. Not gonna lie, but I truly thought Willow was walking out two belts. Not only did I think Willow was walking out two belts, I could I really thought that I was gonna see Gulia. Gulia is a Joshi wrestler in New Japan. Fucking amazing. So what were you more upset about? Her not winning or no her Gullia. not showing up? No Gulia appearance. Because even if Willow didn't win, Gulia always said that she wouldn't fight both Tony and Willow. So either way, it would have, you get know what I mean? It would have still been that leeway into it. And could have had Tristan Tons where she ends up going against both of them. Or she ends up in like a, a triple, you get know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like Willow though. Willow Willow didn't look bad. Tony, wish, Tony looked good too in the match. Obviously, she had to. I wish that the woman could get that double blind eliminator title uh-huh. thingy, and they add Joshi wrestlers, but like big name ass motherfuckers. Like, like you don't know that they even in it until they get called to be part of a tag team type shit. Like, they were like, okay, number three, number 15. But AEW only goes up to 10, so now they're like, damn, who's number 15? Here comes fucking Mayu. Oh, shit. Like, that would be tough. I guess. And it don't have to be just New Japan. It could be like, boom, Trinity coming through because they have a working relationship with Impact. That would be tough. Gil Kim coming through. That would be fucking clean. Is Gail Kim still with Impact? Is Gail Kim yes, still wrestles? Gail Kim is actually debating taking up, putting on her boots because Mickey said she wants to wrestle her. I like I feel that. Like, I feel like I told you that she was um, putting on boots back on. But yeah. So I... I think I'm more disappointed about Gulia only because I just want to see my girl during the day. Like... Mm-hmm. Damn. 
I know Jemini, you'll be thinking the same thing. Like, damn, I just want to be seeing my people during the day. And I'm so sorry, y'all. But it'd be tough as well if they could go to Japan for a show. That would, it would be, be It would be. That would be clean as shit. And that would be, be one of the best fucking shows. I swear to God. I swear to God. Probably match of the night. This next match. Uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion Kenny Omega defends his title against challenger Will Ospreay in a damn near 40-45 minute classic. This is a wonderful match. There's definitely your match tonight. Yeah, this is probably my match. But like, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It I was like, it, it feels like it's running a little long. That's because I was just a little tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but no matter how tired, no no, no matter how tired I was, something kept on happening that kept on making me sit back up. That's, and sit back up. That's a good match. And sit back up. Like I kept on leaning back in the chair. You know, dozing off low key. But then something lie. happened. It's like oh shit. They now I'm really sitting up and I'm watching. And stuff like that, and I really enjoyed the match. And from what I've seen, because like I said, I just slept through, through, through it. And we can't rewatch it, so I do plan on mm-hmm. watching it. So this is just my opinion. Right now, from what I know of it, I feel like they could have done better. Based on what they had done before together, I feel like they could have done better. Did not say it wasn't still a fucking classic. It's just not as a classic as what they've done already. Now, I, well, in, in our prediction, in our predictions, one, I was like, I expect six stars and nothing minimum. Like, nothing, like, minimum. I, I don't think it was six. I don't think it was six, though. No, I still agree with the expectation, but yeah. I also agree that it wasn't six. Yeah. That's why but I, I still think it was probably, my, in my opinion, the best match of the night. That's, that's why I said, like, I think just for me, Knowing what they already did with each other, and then seeing that, it was like, dang, I was expecting just a little bit more. Two of the biggest spots in that match, Will hit Kenny with a Tiger Driver ninety one on his fucking neck. Look on his fucking Reggie. You know neck. how beautiful it is that it looked like it was on his neck when you see the pictures actually on that nigga's shoulder. Gorgeous. I see it because that man Will made it his uh. Gorgeous. His uh, profile picture on Twitter. Gorgeous. <laughs> that man's profile picture gorgeous, is, is, gorgeous, is gorgeous. him putting you on your and neck. We, and, we need, <laughs> and we need to fucking talk about the controversy that came from that um, Tiger Tiger Driver 91. Uh-huh. Yeah, we need to talk about the controversy that came with that. And the second other spot was Will hitting Kenny with his own finishing move. The one-winged angel. And One of the most out. impeccable finishers... Kenny, nobody has ever kicked out. That is honestly, if not the most protected move, and not one of the most protected move, it is the most protected move. Not only did Kenny kick out, my man kicked out at one. Do you know how legendary it is for knowing to ever kick out your out your damn move, and when a nigga do kick out of it, it's you, and you do it at one. Oh. That that's when I really woke up. I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm, <laughs> what did she say? I'm wide awake. Yeah, yeah. I'm all that. <laughs> you aggy on that. All right. The controversy. The controversy. The controversy. Okay. So a lot of people was like, once they seen the move, the very first thing they said was, "Hey, wrestlers, don't do this move." Yeah. My argument. There's a lot of moves you. My halfway, my halfway argument 
Because I see where they're coming from. I just don't agree with who they're talking to and how they're saying it. Okay. This is why I agree with them. Yes. If you are not a nigga like Kenny Omega or a nigga like Will Osprey, don't do that fucking move. That move is extremely high risk. Higher risk than a lot of the other fucking moves. Honestly, higher risk than a lot of the goddamn off the top rope moves. So no, if you like Billy Starks and Nick Wayne should not be fucking doing this, no matter how good they are for their age. I completely yeah, agree nah. with that. I completely agree with that. I disagree with you telling real ass twenty year vets that they shouldn't be doing this for a cheap pop. The niggas not doing it for a cheap pop. The niggas doing it because they want to. How often do you see that move? Exactly. I've been watching wrestling for I don't know how long, act- and I don't even know if I ever seen that move until Sunday. You act like they do these type of moves all the time. They do not do these shits all the time. But to sit here and the first time you see the shit in how many fucking years, you're first going to be like, oh, don't do this. It's really irresponsible. No, it's not irresponsible. Oh, my God, my kids are watching. Well, first of all, they tell you at, well, AEW don't. But you, y'all been watching WWE long enough to know don't do this shit at home, school, work, Y'all, y'all remember, Y'all remember that. Y'all remember that, uh, that video. Y'all remember that commercial. First of all, second of all, that's your damn kid. Watch your damn kid. Third of all, these are trained professionals. You can fucking hurt. We saw Big E fucking break his neck on a gun. Bro, come on. We, we, got a, we got an injury that happened later. Shit happens. Somebody got injured tonight. And damn sure won't off that move. It was, off, it was off the move that you would probably consider to be one of the safer moves. Ain't that fucking crazy. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But come on, like... Say a point, but make it clear who you're talking about. And don't say it in a condescending, oh, you just do that shit for a cheap pop. Because no, they did not. And they want to do that shit for a cheap pop, they be doing that shit all the time. And they be doing high-risk moves like that all the time. And they do not. They just really fucking good at their job. They're so goddamn good at their job. They only make fucking think pieces about the shits. And then they're making what about the shits? Think pieces about the goddamn move. I think piece. When someone sit down and write all their fucking okay. thoughts out, I think people, they don't hear writing think pieces about the goddamn thing. When, if you just sit and look at the goddamn fucking video, he didn't fall on his neck. He fell on his shoulder. They do their job so well, you out here sending out PSAs. I might have to use that picture for this, uh, for this podcast. Like, come on. <laughs> I might have to use that picture for that podcast. Like, let's just, let's... Let's warn people, but also let's be respectful of people's profession. Let's be professional on the fact that they know what the fuck they're doing. And let's be professional on the fact that, yeah, accidents happen. Yeah. But they know that. They choose that. And they don't need you telling them what they can and can't do. They know what the fuck they're doing. It be niggas who, who don't even want to step in the goddamn ring talking shit. A 19-year-old girl do better than you, baby. Shut up. <laughs> And she be taking some crazy bumps. Excuse me, 18. An 18 year old girl be taking some crazy bumps. But you know what? I will agree that that 18 year old girl probably shouldn't be fucking doing it. But sit here and trying to chastise Willie. Willie. Mm. Try to chastise Will or Kenny makes no damn sense. They are not new to this damn game, nor is their prefrontal cortex still developing. <clears throat> These niggas got mortgages, okay? They know what they're doing. 
Oh, sorry, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. I get it, bro. With that being said, though, Will Ospreay won the match. It is the new IWGP United States Championship. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm too moan horn, but I expected it. I called it. Whatever. I'm not trying, you know, be that guy or nothing. (laughs) He said, "As he be that guy." But the next match was another cool down match. The six man tag. Honestly, <coughs> the real cool down matches for me was CM Punk and the six man tag. And that um ten man. Yeah. Like those so, were three cool down matches. This match was Minoru Suzuki, Chris Jericho, and Sammy Guevara versus Sting, Darby Allin, uh Dar- Sting, Darby Allin, and Tsuya Naito. Dar- Darby who? Exactly. Allen. Okay. Did I not say it? I was I didn't I don't know what I heard. Sting, Darby Allen, Tatsuya <laughs> Naito, defeats oh Minoru Suzuki, Chris Jericho, and Sammy Guevara in a El So So match. So so match. Ain't much to talk about. Um, yeah, the main know. the main match of the the main event. The match that everybody was talking about, the my, match everybody really wanted to see, the one that was real hyped up. My match of the night, to be honest. Kazuska Okada, the Rainmaker, versus Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. Another match that I, no felt like, uh, I felt like I felt like would have been higher. Would have I felt like it like, it would have been better than what it was. It wasn't a bad match. Another match I had higher expectations for. That's how I felt about that Osprey and Omega match. Exactly, exactly. Um, great match. Wonderful match. Loved it. Um, Brian Danielson broke his fucking arm. Broke his fucking forearm, bro, and clean. kept going like clean. It's a, it's a clean break, y'all. Like, but the real, the real part that had niggas shocked and was talking, bro, is not the fact that spoiler alert, Brian Danielson won. It's how he won. He made Okada tap out. Nigga, I was not expecting that. He made that nigga tap with one arm. I can say I was. That's the one I can truly say I was dead as. Yeah, I definitely had Okada winning. And even if Okada lost, I still wouldn't expect it to be by tap out. Now, the tap out threw me off. But at the same time, I wasn't too thrown off like how everyone else was. Shit. Nigga, that was another part that had me wake up like, oh shit. That nigga tapped. Uh, but overall, yeah, like I said, 7.5. They, they, yeah, uh, praying for uh, speedy recovery. Yeah, I thought he's he gonna be good. It was such a clean break. I don't think it's gonna take him too long to recover. Like, like it, clean, it, bro. Like no, no shards, nothing. Like a clean break. And continue to wrestle <laughs> safely too. That's a that's a fucking G. Yeah, he's stronger than me. God damn. I know every time Brie goes out with that man, she feels so safe. Brie Bella, a.k.a. Brie Garcia, from the Bella Twins. Oh, yeah, they are Garcia now. Yeah, man. 
Uh, New Japan, Forbidden Door. I said New Japan. New Japan, AEW, Forbidden Door, review. They, they do, I feel like everyone did what they had to do. I feel like, honestly, us not fully enjoying certain matches just comes down purely down to us. Because we were in, in there with so, such high expectations. We really did. So it's not their fault. And with that being said, to be, honestly, to take out that bias, it may be closer to an 8, 8.5. Versus a 7.58. Eight. I think I had like a 7.8, but I mean. I'm saying that it should be. Like, I feel like the range should be like 8, 8.5. Like, I, take, I can see that. When you take out the, the bias of coming in with higher expectations. But even then. Mm, that, that, I'm sorry. That, that Jack Perry and Sonata match was just not the match. It wasn't. It's, it I was had definitely the, wasn't. It was, Neither was that six-man tag. It was 100% the worst match of the night. Sonata and Jungle Boy. I don't know if it would be my worst match of the night. That, I don't know. That I feel like that was 100% my worst match of the night. I might have to rewatch. I don't know. I, Hotel I, I don't too. know. But from right now, yeah. I just remember feeling so disappointed in it. Like, Damn. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, that is the end of our episode. So, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Doghouse123. 123. Email us at the Doghouse Wrestling at gmail.com. New episodes Sunday and Wednesday. We we might do a surprise for y'all. I doubt it. Uh, Money in the Bank is this Saturday. Be on the lookout for Money in the Bank Saturday. Saya, anything you'd like to say? Drink water, eat your veggies, and your fruits. Eat your fruits. Y'all don't be eating your fruits. You need your healthy sugars and the water that comes from fruits. <laughs> eat the damn fruits. Yes, mother. Lord. Yes, mother. All the damn cabbage gone, but the fucking fruit section is fruits of the damn brim. Get a goddamn apple. It's true that I'm a bad bitch, bad bitch. What? Hey, you might write some cabbage, cabbage. And apples. <laughs> you need peaches to make peach cobbler, And apples. And apples. I don't think he said that. I don't think he said that. Well, you need apples. peaches to make peach cobbler, so come on now. <laughs> but yeah, y'all be safe. Love your moms and your dads. And they deserve it. So long, farewell. We bid you adieu. And you are now exiting the doghouse.